So we're looking forward to Game Week 26, which is our first big double Game Week of the season. Obviously, it's a it's it's big because first of all you have Mo Salah with two amazing fixtures so I can imagine that his effective ownership is going to be massive there's going to be a lot of triple captaincy is being used if you still have your triple captaincy chip and yeah so this is probably one of the for a few people I would say a pivotal week go of the season it could be the the shot in the arm that some of us need to get our season really going so greg how's your last few weeks uh, in fpl been since we've last recorded i'm still recovering from that useless wild card on new day <laughs> i think i've taken 20 points in hits just trying to fix my team wow, and it's that's crazy. it's been an absolute nightmare but it's <laughs> it's slowly getting back to where to where it should be yeah man uh, so Talking about Wildcats, I pulled the trigger on mine last week, Friday. Okay, now uh, going into to to get to game week twenty five is, is like no, I'm wildcarding, and to be honest, I had no plans to wildcard. Okay, but it was for some reason. Don't ask me why, but Martinelli getting that red card um, against Wolves was was the trigger for me to 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 go for it and i'll explain more about that now but that was the turning point to say just wildcard and um because my, my whole strategy got ruined for the next few weeks you know planning for double game in 25 and 26 and then blank game with 27 so yeah that was one of those things but uh, yeah it's actually um it's been okay i've made i actually got 80 points on game week 24 so largely thanks to jota getting those uh, he got 16 and i captained him so it was 32 and um trent clean sheet and robertson still such a low owned player has been something of a lucky charm for me so far um two double digit holes two clean sheets it's been really quite incredible well three clean sheets but in those four games plus yeah. assists and and so on so so it's been really really quite a, a a rank boost having him in my team i know you have him as well right so yeah, i think the reason he, why sorry he's been the only shining light on my team at the moment yeah he's basically carrying me through these days you know and, <laughs> well the only one who actually when he scores points it matters you know <laughs> and uh, so yeah i think the only reason why he's probably so low owned is because people are still grappling with the idea of do i choose like we know sarah and trent are nailed but it becomes a straight shootout you know do you want jota do you want robertson and ultimately obviously you can't have all four of them you know so mm. yeah I, I suppose that that was one of the big calls i made was when i wildcarded i actually just took out the guy who scored me 32 points and brought salah back in so yeah, that, that was one of those but um yeah so i mean finally i've got out of the 200ks and into the 100k so i'm like up to like 169 or something and obviously we're recording now at the moment which is just before the manchester united versus brighton game kicks off so depending on how that game goes i could end up seeing some a little bit more of a green arrow as well tonight awesome yeah i mean I, i've i've been struggling to hold on to my my top 10k rank and i've actually fallen outside of the top 10k for the first time 
I think all the way since game week three or four. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I have a different set of problems. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to move. But I'm going in the wrong direction. You're going in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, I think it's a little bit more easier where I am right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, um, so just going back to the wildcard part. So I think what, what tipped it for me was after getting that 80 point week, I mean, it was 80 points without any hits. I didn't even make a transfer. So it was so great to, to you know, to roll two free transfers going into this past weekend's fixtures, right? And then I made four transfers and took a minus eight. And my first feeling was, you know, after just breaking out of the top 200K, I'm going to fall back into it just by taking a minus eight hit and four, you know, uh, mm. before ball gets kicked. So I made four transfers and I was like, no, but the the issue, the, the fundamental issue I had with my team was firstly, I, I don't rate the forwards in the game this season. I mean, yes, on, on, in football in terms of good players, but FPL assets, not so good, you know? So like for me, I'd rather have like Broja and Vejorst and, um, What's the other guy I'm thinking of right now that I have in my team, like Josh King, because I feel the, the returns are so sporadic. It's the same as having like a Watkins and Antonio at the moment, you know. So yeah. I wanted to try and take as much money out of the forward line as possible to give me more options, you know, to go for like maybe an extra premium midfield if we're targeting, targeting a double game week or whatever it is. But then the, the other part was like, it's like you said, you know, you mentioned Robertson. I felt like I was relying on like three players every week to get me points. And if they don't get me points, like I, I see red arrows, you know, so I felt like my team needed a bit of a refresher a little bit, you know, and uh, because of that, I said, OK, let me wildcard. And, and, and in essence, that helped me to, first of all, target the, the current double game week, you know, game week 25 by having two United players of Bruno and Dalot. It, it also at the well provided that Vehors plays he's he's a heavy differential and really it's all bonus points territory with any Burnley forward I'm, I suppose but yeah. he, I'll have eight double game week players for game week 26 and then again if everything goes well and 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 uh, there's no injuries I'll have a full playing 11 for the uh, when when Liverpool and Chelsea Liverpool Chelsea Arsenal and Leicester don't play in game week 27. So I think I planned it out in such a way no, because Leicester yeah. do play. Leicester play at Burnley. They've got oh, the, the one fixture. Yeah. Okay, that's They've, right. Burnley have got the double, and the, and the second game is against Leicester. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Okay, so so actually, uh, uh, the, uh, I think so. Was that a rearranged fixture then? Because I yeah, the, the, that's the double that's been added for for Burnley in twenty seven. So the, Burnley are the only ones that double. They actually double two weeks in a row, game week yes, 26 and game yeah. week 27. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Well, okay. that's new info, so that's a bit of a bonus for me as well with <laughs> in my team. Yeah. But anyway, um, so so yeah, I decided I, I need, to, need to shake up my team a little bit. And that's why I said, okay, let me wildcard because like you say, you know, when you, when you take all these hits and you realize you know, within like a, a space of like three or four weeks, you can accumulate like, you know, 16, 20 point hits. And the way my, the way it was panning out, I was probably going to end up doing the same, like 16 to 20 points over three or four game week period. And it just felt so wasteful. So 
So I said, you know what? Let me wild card. Let me set up my team for the next few weeks. Considering that I still have my bench boost plus my two free hits, it should sort me out good for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think it's it's a good strategy. And uh, you bring up an interesting point with the forwards because I was looking at my forward line um, going into game week 26 and I've got two free transfers for a change um, after rolling last week. And I basically want to, I'm probably going to look at two transfers um, this week, uh, both of them being forwards. Um, and I think the third transfer, in, or the, the the single transfer in game week 27 will also be a forward. So pretty much changing my forward line. And like you said, I, I really think that Weghorst, uh, Broja, um, and then for me, I, th- I think Jimenez is an interesting option um, going forward. Yeah, they have um, good fixtures coming up uh, soon have, as well. Yeah, right? pretty decent fixtures. Yeah. And, and the, big, the big key is, um, and I think it should be something that everyone's looking at at the moment, is if you can avoid a free hit in game week 30, um, because game week 30, they're going to be a whole stack of, of blank fixtures. There might be maybe only three games, um, four if we're lucky. Um, one, two, three, yeah, it looks like three or four games. Yeah, it looks like three um, at the moment, if, if yeah. I remember correctly, because uh, that's FA Cup round four, right? Yes, so, yeah. yeah, so it all depends on the results that, that, that come through, but I'm banking on four games that are going to happen, basically, after it all comes through. And if you can avoid using your free hit chip in game week 30, I think it's going to be a real differentiator this season to be able to use that for one of the many double game weeks that are still going to still going to happen later on. If you can use both of your free hits um, in double game weeks, I think you'll, you'll have a huge advantage. And so what I've done is I just did a little bit of planning uh, sort of to the, uh, this afternoon. And I think it's really possible. I think it's possible to get um, a decent team carrying through, but you've just got to make all your transfers from now onwards with it in mind that you you want to have players that are going to be playing in game week 30 um and then you can and then i promise you that that free hit chip is going to be get a lot more legs uh in one of those big double games exactly because i mean we were talking about chip strategy in our last recording right and my my feeling is the same like none of the big hitters are playing in game week 30 and yes look you probably could you free hit and get a, a good boost for that week but i feel like you, you, it might end up being offset or even over, you know, um, even overtaken. If uh, you might get like the thirty-point boost in that specific week, but you might lose out in in a double game week where somebody is targeting, uh, you know, possibly eleven players, twenty-two fixtures, uh, and with a much better team as well. So, mm-hmm. and I think that's where it's like, yeah, I, I'd rather maybe take a minus eight to get three transfers in or four transfers in or whatever and try and make a, even if I have like what, seven or eight players for that game week, you know, whatever the case may be and, and, and try and eke out as much as possible for game yeah. week 30. But yeah, I, I'm also feeling the same way at the moment, unless something drastically goes wrong where I can't make, you know, do enough transfers to get a decent team for game week 30 i'm probably just gonna uh, go into to 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 almost like write that game week off i think if you can get nine or ten players in game week 30 uh you're doing well and i think based on the teams that are playing it's going to be very unlikely that any hits are going to be worthwhile to bring in players for the yeah. for that week yeah. so i think you, if you can just minimize your damage in 30 um people are going to be free hitting 
and basically there's just not a lot of points up for grabs. The, you know, you're going to have so many players from the same teams. Um, they're not they're teams that are going to score. Out, they're yes, going to cancel so. each other out. They're not teams that are going to score huge numbers of goals. Um, whereas, you know, when you like you said, you start comparing. Basically, you've got four fixtures. You, you can only get um, four sets of bonus points. There are only so many goals that are going to be scored and so many clean sheets. Whereas when, you, when you're targeting 22 fixtures with teams like Liverpool and City um, or whoever it is that can score huge amounts of goals, um, I think your, your upside is just way, way higher. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, the question is, though, the one thing that, that, that probably most people will be wary of is that the fixtures, obviously, for Game Week 30 aren't great. And if you do end up in a situation where you have like nine players, and you don't have a wild card, do you not risk then dead-ending your team for the rest of the season? I don't think so, because, you know, if, if I look at my, my sort of Game Week 30 plan, it's going to involve having three Arsenal players, which I'm very happy to have going and forward. And they have amazing fixtures going into the rest they, of the they season. Have, they have great fixtures. I'm going to have two Liverpool players uh, on my bench. Um, Three, sorry, three Liverpool players. Because I'm actually at the moment, I'm going to have one, uh, possibly one Liverpool player who, who who means that I play with one short. So I have, let's say, ten players that actually play. But I'm going to have three Arsenal, three Liverpool. Um, I'm going to have uh, guys like uh, Jimenez, which I'm happy to keep. Brozier, which I'm happy to keep. And Villa uh, playing that week as well. Yeah, looking yeah. at having a guy like Madison, who because Leicester are likely to play. Um, so you've got guys, I mean, if you look at uh, Leicester's fixtures, they've got United away afterwards in 31. Then they've got Crystal Palace, Newcastle, Aston Villa. I mean, very happy to, that's, that's certainly not dead-ending your team with a guy like Madison yeah, in it. Yeah. So that's already like eight players, nine players that, you, that you're super happy to keep um, yeah, going sure. forward. Yeah. So I think if you do it that way, I, I, I don't, I, it doesn't look like such a dead-end uh, sort of strategy to me. I think you certainly will end up playing with nine or ten in game week 30, but... Just uh, you know, going forward, I think you're going to be fine. And I suppose the the the, the we, we spoke about taking hits. The alternative isn't even if you do end up with a not so desirable team and you've already wild wild carded. There's nothing a minus eight can't fix. I mean, three transfers <laughs> and and you you sort of good to go again, provided that you don't snowball into more and more hits for the rest of the weeks. You know. Yeah, I think look, I think you can do it in a way that you're not going to even need to do big hits as long as, as long as you plan i think from now and get 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 your your sort of plan together of how you want your team to look and really look for 30 game week 30 31 and what's my team going to end up as then i think you'll be fine yeah um, that was effectively my kind of plan as well is to say like okay get to game week 27 because that's when you know uh, just just plan my wildcard out for the next three weeks and then thereafter you know first of all like uh, i definitely am going to roll my transfer from game 25 into 26 because that's why i plan my wildcard that way but then i'm going to have two free transfers going into game 27 and that's when i can start slowly you know getting one or two players in to mm. the idea is to just use my free transfers as far as possible over the next few weeks even if i have to take a hit here and there that's fine just to be able to have enough players for game week 30 and that that was kind of like my my thinking along the way because yeah i also kind of like i'm hoping to just keep my two free hits and my bench boost right so you know even if i take it right down to the wire in the last five game weeks it's okay you know 
yeah, I can really see myself using that bench boost in the in the last week of, of, of the season. I think with the free hits, like I, th- I think it could come down to to um, some some big free hit players earlier on, and then if there is an opportunity to to bench boost in another double game week, that's great. Well, game but week also, thirty six is uh, I think yeah. is going to be a massive 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 double d- double game week. So yeah. all the big hitters, all the one, all the teams who go far in the FA Cup and so on will most likely double in that specific game week. So um, I think, yeah, the, the, the big hitters, all the, they're all going to be in there. That's the one that I'm really, really looking at playing the bench boost over there. If I can target getting, effectively having, what, 25 fixtures? Is it, am I right, 25 fixtures? Eh? Yeah, well, you could have 26 well, fixtures. So. Could be 30 if you, if you get your entire squad to, and your bench boost. Sorry, yeah, I, I, I completely malfunctioned over there, that's correct, yes, I'm thinking 15 players, correct, yeah, 15 players, each double, yeah, that, that's 30 players, and uh, yeah, uh, that, that's, that's effectively what I'm, what I'm thinking is that I'm, 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 I'm keeping my bench boost as far as possible in my pocket at the moment, it's like so tempting because I wildcard it and I have this amazing team, I have a benching headache, going into the double game week so yeah yeah that's that's a yeah. good place to be yeah. and i think it's i think the obvious strategy as well is um obviously i mean coming up now with uh, game week 26 I, I haven't seen expected goals number as high as liverpool's in in, in my model's history so i think uh, Salah triple captain has to be the way to go yeah yeah d- definitely look if, if i hadn't triple captain in game week eight it'll i wouldn't have even thought twice i wouldn't have even blinked I would have said activate the triple captaincy and and just left my team alone for the rest of the week, you know. But uh, no, uh, unfortunately, I don't have that. But I suppose well, at least I'm 13 points up already. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. from 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 my my triple captaincy chip. So if I lose a little bit, it's okay, you know. Yeah. But talking about triple captaincy now, let's let's talk about the dream team over here, right? So. Um, you know, obviously, we've discussed this before we, 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 we started recording. So I see that uh, you've chosen uh, Ramsdale as the keeper, which makes sense going into the, the double game week. And um, so I'm just going to go through the whole team and then we can we, we can just uh, talk about them a bit more. Right. Sure. So, it's, so, so it's Ramsdale as, as a goalkeeper. And just by the way, every single one of the players in the dream team all features as part of the double game week. And then uh, there's so the defense uh, three three player defense with Trent, Gabriel and uh, Size, and then uh, so it's a three five two with and then Son, Zaha, Jota, Salah and Saka, and then the forwards are Kane and King, with a bench of Semedo, Jimenez, me and Pope. Now looking at this team over here, it's the obvious ones like yes Salah captain, okay. But we also now, uh, we, we've done a points proje- projection for this team. And uh, what, what's the total there? What was the total that you had there, Craig? Oh, I don't know. I didn't actually title it up in the end. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have to work that out afterwards and post it on Twitter. Yeah, but, we, uh, we, we, you... we'll post it up. Yeah, right. But it's it's in, just to give people an idea, right? So, so Salah's... What, what you call expected points, right, is 29.4. So effectively 29 points for the game week, 
which yeah. is just quite incredible. Is that including captaincy or excluding captaincy? Yeah, that's that's doubled for captaincy. Obviously, okay, you could right, you right. could triple it if you if you're looking to use your triple right. captaincy. So, so so with the so, triple captaincy, we're looking at somewhere close to forty five points, which is quite massive. Okay. Yeah, it's huge. And then the next highest player is Trent with uh, who. With, with 12 points and then the interesting one is Ramsdale who comes up in 9.5 so effectively 10 points so those are the three highest ones so uh yeah so it's, it's some interesting picks over there and my well my team is a, a little bit different I suppose like I said you know I decided to to go for a, a much cheaper uh, forward line and and really trim down my um uh, you know, and then uh, and and decide to 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 put that money into my midfield, and obviously I have a very premium defense at the moment still. But I suppose this is a great team for anybody who is considering maybe free hitting for the, the game with twenty six. It's actually yeah, it's it's quite a brilliant team. Yeah, I mean, if we look at the guys individually, I think um, you know Ramsdale. If you look at Arsenal, they they're expected to. Uh, they've got a uh, uh, one clean sheet expected from the two from the two games in terms of odds, um, which is incredibly high. Um, so I think Ramsdale, you you almost you can almost bank on at least one clean sheet. I think in those two games, um, along with saves, and then of course all these projections don't include uh, bonus points because yes, correct. bonus points to to project you just you just may as well. Uh, lick your thumb and stick it in, in the air because <laughs> it's really going to come down to individual performances. So this is all excluding bonus points. It's just purely based on on the on the on the other stats, minutes played, etc. I mean, let's put it this way, right? If this is excluding bonus points, if Salah scores 15 points over those two game weeks, his chances are going to be in in the bonus points as well, yeah. anyway. So so realistically. We're looking at something effectively reaching 20 points, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's. I think that would be his expectation. I think uh, if you went into the in, into the game week, the double game week, and gave me an over under on Salah, I think that 20 points would be around about the mark. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I would be taking any bets yeah. under 20 points. Under 20, say 10 each, and that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, the, the, that so I mean, I, I I think that in terms of triple captaincy kind of answers it. I mean, a projected you know that high projection is just a massive and then also um the one thing i noticed the other day and i was looking at defensive numbers and i'm not sure if it's i'm, I'm just gonna go in and, and look that up quickly while we're talking here but the the team that has co conceded the the um, the second okay well okay let me put it this way manchester city have conceded the fewest goals with 14 for the whole season the next team is actually Wolves with 17 goals, which I found yeah. absolutely incredible. Like, uh, yes, they may not keep as many clean sheets because they tend to concede maybe like 1-1-1, one, 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 you know, kind of thing. But the it, it's actually quite incredible. I never, like... It, 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 I never expected that to be fair and then then it's Chelsea with 18 and Liverpool with 19. I'll, I'll get to Liverpool more just now as well because people keep on bringing up this high line thing which actually I think is a lot of nonsense. I don't think it's um, it's, it's a bad tactic but anyway um, so so looking at your your prediction your your the model should bringing up size into the double game week I think based on what we're seeing there. He, he's projected to get 6.7, which is effectively seven points over two games. 
but I think yes, he, he definitely could be in in for more, and he's also a goal threat as well. Okay, he hasn't been scoring that many, but mm. he, he is definitely a goal threat at set pieces as well. Yeah, his his expected goal number is actually quite high. Uh, you know, ranked among defenders, I think he's one of the top. And uh, Wolves are expected to get uh, 0.55 clean sheets for the double game week, which you know is not bad. I mean, if if I, I think. There's a real possibility that uh, that Wolves could pull two clean sheets out the bag. I think that, like, like you said, the defence is one of the best in the league, um, and you've got the added goal threat with Sice and uh, uh, Gabriel's sort of a similar goal threat for for Arsenal, and we've seen him score a few goals this season already. Um, he's another guy that I think would be very very useful, um, but you don't want to overdo it. I think it is it is quite nice, you know, not to pack in like too many players from the same teams. Um, so it is nice to split it out a bit. Um, and you do have Semedo as your other option, uh, who's, who's a little bit more um, sort of conventional as a, as, a, as a wing back, where you would see your points more from assists. And would you consider uh, uh, um, Ayat Nuri as well as at 4.3 million? Yeah, I, th- I think Kilman's also another good option. Yeah, I think any of those guys. As well in the yeah. team as well. I think any of those guys are good options, but I think if you if you can afford it and you can go for the best option, you know, then then size is definitely good. Yeah, and just one more thing on Wolves because, like I said, I found this the number so amazing here. So, in terms of expected goals conceded, okay, Wolves have uh, they they the expected goals number they should have technically speaking conceded twenty nine goals this season, okay, which which ranks them let's say which if they did they would have been like the fifth worst or they, they would have been down like somewhere in the middle of the t- table right but mm. in terms of the the, the the in terms of the the variance between or the the delta between goals conceded and, and goal expected goals conceded they by far it's a difference of 12 so i mean that is massive the the next highest is chelsea where they the expected goals numbers is, is is 23 effectively but they've only conceded 18 so i mean it just shows also that um uh, jose sa is a very very good option because that could also say that yes first of all maybe the defense do make blocks and so on but sa has been a great keeper he's made lots of great saves as well yeah, I think he's for sure an option. I think uh, there are actually a few goalkeeping options around at the moment. I think Saar, Ramsdale, Pope, all very good options. With uh, Pope's got the added benefits of another double game week coming up next week, and uh, yeah, and you can pretty much say the same for the for all the defenders from from those teams. Uh, me, Tarkowski, um, all the Wolves guys, all the Arsenal guys. You pretty much can't go wrong. I think um, you just want to sort of spread your risk a little bit, and maybe. And also, you want to leave spots open for for the teams that you do want attackers from. Yeah, so yeah. you know, Arsenal is probably you probably do want to look at one one Arsenal attacker, whether it's Saka or Lacazette. Or um, Martinelli, in my case, who got a red card. Yeah. <laughs> Martinelli, not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. So uh, I found, like I said, I found those numbers quite amazing. And obviously, you have size in the starting 11 and then Semedo on the bench as well so two Wolves options over there right Mm. and then next up is obviously Arsenal now in terms of uh, you know the variance between goals conceded and 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 actual goals scored um, and well and expected goals conceded should I say 
Arsenal ranked fourth there as well. So they've conceded 25 goals, but they were expected to, to, to concede 28. So it also shows as well that, first of all, I mean, they, they've been fairly good defensively. I think, uh, I mean, shame for Arsenal, you know, they we like to make fun of them or whatever. But they actually, they apart from one or two games where they conceded heavily early in the season, since yeah. then, like, they concede maybe the well, one... If you take, if you take that into game. account, if yeah. you take the beginning of the season into account, they've actually been extremely good since, since yeah. then. So, I mean, they conceded five goals in one game, I think, against City, right? So, yeah. I mean, you... If if you look at take and I mean you take that out then it's down to twenty which which kind of like you no know, it shows that those games were like outliers in essence you know yeah I think they had a shaky start and I think their their defense has certainly looked much much stronger uh, more recently and I've had Tierney in my side for a while now and, and he's also been great and between Tierney and Robertson I think that's pretty much where all my points have, have come yeah, from in the last three or four recently. weeks yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think the, the defensive numbers have been great for us. So maybe, again, clean sheets, not so much, but Ramsdale makes a lot of saves as well. So he kind of makes up for it as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and then if we move on to the midfield, you can see that, uh, you know, Son has got to be a decent option. Um, he's projected at 9.1 points for the, for the double game week. Um, I think if you're going to go for a Spurs man, I think Son's, Son's the way to go. I think a lot of people will, will be avoiding Kane uh, just because of his price tag. And I think that, like you, like you mentioned earlier, the forwards this season just haven't been great. And, and actually trying to, trying to go for the real budget options is probably going to serve your, your overall squad much, much better than, than spending all that money on and Kane. Locking money into Kane, yeah. especially with 12 million, yeah. And my issue with, especially with the forwards, if I go, if I go for someone like Kane, I can't even move him out of my team in one transfer. You know, I have to go do two transfers, you know, to kind of move him and then take the money and put it into midfield as well. So yeah. I think even team structure, I think the team structure thing was also a big thing for me when wildcarding. Because I don't want to be in a situation, especially when I'm planning my transfers over the next few weeks, to have to be like, okay, I must move this player out to get this player in type of thing, you know. I want to be able to move from one player to other very easily. And uh, that's why I decided, okay, just take money out the forward line, you know. Now, the one player you, you've mentioned here is Zaha. Man, he's trolled me since the beginning of time in <laughs> FPL, okay. So, so I just like hard avoid him. But seven, seven points is not a bad projection, I suppose. Look, I mean, I, I, they've got a double game week. Um, again, I think Gallagher would have been a fantastic option if, if he wasn't uh, unable to play against uh, his parent club, Chelsea, against yeah. Chelsea. Um, and the Chelsea game, we're not really expecting much from, but you know, the, those points, they do sort of add up. And, and Zaha being on penalties is obviously a, you know, a big plus as well. If they manage to somehow sneak a penalty against, uh, against Chelsea, then that's just a huge bonus. So <clears throat> I think in terms of, yeah, in terms of the projections for, for all the players, I think Zaha's very, very good option. Um, obviously, doesn't come close to, to your Liverpool duo. Um, and I think, uh, you know, Jota's, Jota's points at, uh, at 9.6 have, have a large portion of rotation um, assigned to it. So oh, he's, yeah, that makes he's sense, got about yeah. 30% 30, 30 chance of, of not playing one of the games. 
um, or not playing each game basically um, so that has to be taken into account because now yeah. that they've got Mane, Diaz, um, Jota, Jota will probably Salah, play the first play. leg against Inter tomorrow night, yeah, and then maybe the weekend, and then uh, and then and then get rested on, on midweek. Yeah, it's it's a real possibility. So I think that um, you know it's certainly possible that he plays both, but I think if he does, his minutes will be will also be limited. Um, so I think it's kind of a tough choice whether you actually even go for um, any, you know, whether you do go for Jota or not. His, his stats and numbers have just been so good this season, and the fixtures are so good that even if even if you get maybe a hundred minutes out of him in in both games, it might probably, just be good enough. It's anyway. probably it's probably yeah. good enough anyway. Um, and in Salah, you're just going to hope, hope and pray that he that he plays both games. I don't see. I don't really see Salah being being rested. He's just he's an absolute beast, and he just wants to play all the time. Um, so I'll be surprised if 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 he gets anything other than an early sub. Yeah, it's probably be sixty minutes, and then okay, you're off now or, or yeah. something like that over there. Yeah, and then Saka is an interesting one. Okay, now um, Saka is the player that in theory should be getting the points, where Smith Rowe was the one who was getting the points. But you called it early in the season where it's, uh, you said, you know, it, it seems unsustainable. And that's exactly what it was. You know, you can't just keep on coming off the bench all the time and scoring a goal here and there and getting your, your FPL manager's points. You know? <laughs> so yeah, the, um, the, the sun run had to end for Smith Rowe. But I think, uh, <laughs> you know, Saka's also, you know, watching some of the Arsenal games. He really he looks like the biggest threat on the field for for Arsenal as well, and uh, uh, he really he's, he's been in in great form, and the numbers are starting to 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 really back that up as well. So, you know, it, it's a bit of a toss up whether you whether you go for more Arsenal defenders because uh, uh, I think Saka is very close in projection to a guy like Tierney, um, but I wouldn't be loading I wouldn't be loading up with with like three defenders from Arsenal. With, I mean, if you've got Ramsdale as well. I wouldn't be loading so, with three defenders from any team. To exactly. Be, so yeah, I, so. I think it's just, it's nice to split it up a little bit and and, and bring in Saka as, as, as one of your attackers. Okay, that's an interesting one. Obviously, looking at this team so far, uh, and I suppose we'll, we'll, we'll do a, a, a Game of 27 episode, but naturally I can see a, a little bit of an issue here because five of these players in this, sorry, six of them don't play in Game of 27, which we'll, which we'll get to that in, in our next episode. But, uh, so, so some, but I suppose based on this bench that you have over there, they could all just come in and uh, you'll just be one, one transfer short of having a full 11 as well. So that's one thing to consider. Yeah, if you can, you know, it all depends on your team makeup, obviously, which guys you're going to bring in based on these numbers. Um, the Burnley double-double is very attractive. And I think um, it's more attractive actually for the defence than it is for the attackers because their attacking uh, output expected on game week 26 is not very high. So you, you almost want um, some sort of Burnley defence that you can carry through for both weeks. Uh, and then I'm actually looking to bring in the Burnley attackers in game week 27 for that double. Um, they're the only team that double. They're going to be, you know, possible captaincy options. Um, you can look at like uh, Weghurst or, or Cornet. Um, definitely something to consider. Um, they're not really like a whole host of other teams that you'd want to, or players that you want to put the armband on because 
Uh, City are probably your next best uh, team to target uh, for, for game week 27. And with the Champions League back, all I can say is good More luck. rotation. Good luck with the rotation and trying to find who's actually going to play. Uh, it's going to be very difficult. And I think um, City City are going to be, I think, a hard avoid uh, with the Champions League coming back. Yeah, unless it's Cancelo, which again, yes. he got arrested on the weekend. So, yeah. Oh, Edison, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. If you're really looking to go that way, but there's so much value in, in, in goalkeepers anywhere at the moment that... It's not it feels excessive to waste money on a goalkeeper as expensive yeah. well I'd, i think i'd still rather go pope um if, if i was looking for a captain for game yeah yeah sure, sure. De- de- definitely and then the the now let's get to the forward so so you mentioned kane at 6.8 projected points so effectively seven points yeah yeah so his numbers aren't great um or haven't been great this season but again with, with the double game week you know, a lot of a large portion of that's going to be playing 60 minutes, um, and then you're just hoping for you know sort of some sort of ret- return in one of the games. Um, that that can stack up. I mean, we all know that Kane's capable of of big numbers, um, and he's not going to stay quiet forever. But uh, his season hasn't been great. That's why I, I still you know way prefer if you are going to go for for one Spurs asset, I would go Son. Um, and I'd look at maybe going Weghurst early or even a guy like Brozier um, who doesn't have a double game week. Um, Everton at home doesn't look like a terrible fixture. Yeah, so uh, I mean looking at Kane's numbers you mentioned it, it hasn't been that great. If, he's, if his price was like half of what it is now I'd consider him but at mm. the moment yeah it's like I'm if I was free hitting yeah okay maybe you know what it's it's, it's a double game week so why not you know. But it, uh, it kind of shows you how, how thin the forward options are at the yeah, moment. Exactly. It's, the yeah. double game week, I mean, he, he's only 0.4 projected points higher than King. And, and we all know that King hasn't been particularly impressive this season. Yeah, uh, by, by himself. So, yeah. yeah. And then the next one you spoke about, you mentioned King, which is, yeah, very, again, very low returns. But he is there. Um, and and so, so I suppose you know what. Well, he's a double game we play. You may as well take a chance. Now Look, I think if if ever he's going to return, it's going to be Aston Villa, Crystal Palace. I think that's the best double game we sort of opportunity you have with him. Um, with the wild defenses. But that I he's think facing. it's yeah. I think it's got to be it's got to be a last grasp. But I don't think you want to be owning any Watford forwards uh, after the after this double game. Yeah, so 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 here's the thing, right? My forward line, like I said, when I wildcarded is Broja, Vechorst and King. So yeah. Vechorst is my most expensive forward at 6.5. I brought him in because don't ask me why, but you know, the, this thing about, you know, you, I, I love watching these tall, lanky strikers, these brute forces play, you know, <laughs> and uh, I figured at 0.5, percent ownership or whatever double game is coming up i'm just gonna bring him in you know it's like mm. it's almost like he's a free hit if that makes sense you know in in the team it's like i don't i'm not gonna have any issues benching somebody at that price you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's not like you know i'm bringing him in and he's expensive and he's holding up a place in my team but yeah so uh, i'm kind of like we're just gonna be rotating between these the these these forwards as in when I see foot but because of the double game we can most likely will pay, play King and um, 
and Vechotz because they, they, like you said, they both double. But now the question always comes up is, um, it's 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 always only natural because most of us, if we're not free hitting, we're not gonna have eleven double game week players for this game week, right? But now there are some attractive fixtures for single game week players. Now Newcastle have been resurgent over the last few weeks, but West Ham and Jared Bowen in great form at the moment plays Newcastle, right? Yeah. So so that's one to consider. And then Bruno likes scoring against Leeds. So he's another option. And I'm you saying Bruno because I have him in my team. <laughs> and I'm kind of caught in two minds at the moment. Do I pull the pl- do, do I pull the trigger on on another transfer and bring in like Son for Bruno, you know? So so like there's all of these kind of permutations in my head and 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 I'm not saying that you know I'm I'm closing myself off. I'm not closing myself off it of uh, to that at all because it's still a long time to go until the game starts right but um do you do you do you think that it's sometimes just worth not overthinking it and just going playing the fixtures and going for the single game with player i, I think you do to to a degree you have to go with the form as well um for me Bayern is just a, a, a must keep and you know, I'm I'm gonna certainly be playing Bowen against Newcastle at home. He's gonna be one of one of I've only got two single game week players this week. It's Cancelo and Bowen. And I just can't see myself not playing either of them, regardless of whether they have a double or not. Um so I, I West Ham I've actually found to be quite have, have been quite poor over the last few few games. But Bowen has been the the guy that's didn't matter how bad badly West Ham have been playing. He's still been scoring goals. So yeah, he, he's would, got he's got a Midas touch at the moment. Yeah. He, he's everything is just turning to gold with him right now. Whatever he's doing, it he, he's he's in the zone now. Yeah, I, I would stick I would stick with Bayern, um, but uh, Bruno I would is almost the opposite argument. You know, he hasn't been in form. I, I don't feel like he's he's been a, a fantastic asset this season, and without a double. I wouldn't be backing uh, backing yeah. Bruno. I would actually far far prefer to have Rafinha, who who does have a double. Uh, a guy like Rafinha would be is also another and great option. Funny for, enough, like yeah. I brought in I brought back in Rafinha as part of my wildcard team, and then he got subbed at halftime. Yeah. So and then Verhorst went off injured. So now I'm sitting with the situation here as well where it kind of might be taken out of my hands anyway, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all going to be injury dependence. I think right yeah. up to the deadline, and we'll see which guys are fit, um, which guys make sense. Uh, but I th- you've got all the options there, and I think uh, maybe uh, Raul Jimenez is is the other one that you can also consider if 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 Verhorst... for the double game week. Yeah, yeah for the double, um, and his fixtures aren't going to be terrible going forward. You're not you're not going to get huge outputs, but he's the kind of guy that if you've got you know, if you've got a, he's, he's not too expensive when it starts hurting, but a guy like Antonio has been sitting sitting in my team for way too long, um, and I I would far rather have Jimenez than than, than Antonio, for instance. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think especially now with uh, with with the way the fixtures are falling as well, I think Wolves Wolves look better at the moment as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, in terms of fixtures, of course. Mm. And uh, yeah, so um, look. Uh, I mean, when, uh, like you say, you know, if I have to toss up between Bowen and King, even with King with double game week, I'm still going Bowen anyway. I think that's about it, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, and then uh, just to, to, to remind people about the bench again. So, Semedo, Jimenez, 
me and Pope. So um, yeah, I suppose two worlds, two Burnley makes sense. And uh, yeah, so look, th this looks like an amazing team. Um, even if I if if I was free eating, I'd probably make one or two more changes. But uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's it, it's it's really quite. Uh, um, it, it 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 looks like if, if anybody's free hitting i'd say yeah you know what yeah yes it and also there's some good differentials in there as well yeah i think i think it's a nice balance in, in terms of you, you do have a nice spread of of guys with and, and like you said they all have double game week fixtures uh, i don't think you can go too wrong um you're gonna these are guys that have pretty much been getting points like week in week out um, and with the double game week fixtures you're just expecting, you know, huge numbers. I think I'd be safe to say that we're going to see quite a few teams with uh, 100 plus points this week. Yeah, uh, well, I hope I'm one of them, and I hope <laughs> I hope it's one of those weeks where when you get 100 points, you, it actually means a green arrow and not just making safety score. You know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, dude. Um, yeah, I'm 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 actually looking forward to it. Like I said, you know, after getting you know that that green arrow last week in game week 24 I, I felt like i needed it sometime soon because i was just kind of like you know stuck in that same rank for like two or three weeks you know so that really kind of it felt like my breakout week and now i'm like you know kind of like 90 points off the top 10k so yeah i'm, I'm just hoping i can just get one or two more game weeks like that and if I can do that, and, and while still armed with my chips intact, well, except for triple captaincy and wild cards, I feel yeah, I have a, I have a good shot of doing it. Yeah, I think I think it's. I mean, it sounds good, and I think the next few weeks are really going to be key for this whole season. So yeah, you, well, you can target like top one hundred. You know, your 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 targets are a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, I'll just be happy to finish the season in the top ten k, and I'll always look back and go. Don't use your wild card on New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah, wrong timing. Wrong timing. Very bad timing. <laughs> Especially, you know, you know, yeah, you know, the, the festive season. Yeah, I, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> All right. All the best, everybody, and we'll catch up with the, on the next episode, which it will be planning for the game week 27, which obviously Liverpool, Chelsea, and Arsenal don't play in. Obviously, a lot of us are going to have Liverpool and Arsenal players. Uh, some of us will have, you know, five or six. Most of us will have about four. So, um, yeah, we definitely need to make sure that you have a good bench going into Game Week 27. So, yeah, the next episode, we'll be discussing how we're going to plan for that. So, yeah, all the best for Game Week 26. Good luck, everyone, and to more points. Cheers, Greg. Cheers, Cloud. Thanks so much.